On this episode of Open Box Policy, we discuss some new TV shows that are out that we are really interested in, some new movies. Adam talks about his love of Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> and how he fucking I lo- I do love is obsessed him. with him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, we also have a little segment where we talk about common sense and people's lack thereof and how in the hell they were able to make it through life as far as they did with zero amounts of it. Um, and then I personally challenge Adam to a weight loss ch- uh, competition. Yes, you did. Mm. And uh, we're going to see if the fattest man wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fattest man will not win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. And we also have a follow-up to Adam getting friend zone last week in this week's Adam's Escapades. Yes, we might have had our first casualty. I'm not sure. But we're going to see. I have some things to talk about. We're going to introduce a poll later this week. Who do you think is going to win this weight loss challenge, Josh or Adam? Tweet us at OBP Raw. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at the same name. If you want to continue the conversation or you have any topics for us that you'd like to talk about, feel free to email us at obppodcast at gmail.com. And we always appreciate the continued support. We appreciate everybody commenting and, and getting on our polls and talking to us. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. We've got lots of content that we would really love for you all to listen to. Thank you. Yeah, we're almost at a thousand downloads. It may not seem much to the big time podcasters, but to us, it is definitely a feat and a milestone. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate the continued support. Scratching my jeans. <laughs> I know it's, a, my jeans. it's obnoxious. Scratching up. Whose car did I fix? A, a friend of mine. Uh, I just did. I did a tune-up on it. Uh, you know, I've told you all before. That's like when I am at my most calm. Your zen. Uh, yeah. When I when someone comes to my house, even if it's a situation where I have to like get off work and rush in or whatever, I that's when I'm at my most calm and comfortable i actually like it when people need stuff fixed so when people need you yeah yeah basically someone told me that i should someone actually just texted me right before we started to record and said you need to stop talking about your dating life and talk more about all the people's cars that you work on and not get laid because you get friend zoned every yeah, time. Yeah. That I like do all of this work and I go out of my way for like all of these women and I never get laid because of it. You know, which is, I guess, my plight. It's like a mechanic's plight. Well, little do they know that's all we're going to talk about is your dating life on here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Little, little do they know it is going to be one hour of all of the awkward, most uncomfortable shit about my dating life. Yeah. Or, I mean, like the lack thereof. Did you guys uh, do anything interesting this weekend? No, <laughs> I mean, well, I'm no, well, I'm just going to be honest. Did I, you watch football? Did you watch I, any of the fights? I did. I was inebriated. During, no, I didn't watch any of the fights. I literally stayed inebriated or hung over the entire weekend. I was not proud of myself. And, and when I say inebriated, I mean, shit faced, drunk, shooting each other with BB guns and like waking up with a child staring at me. I, I woke up in this guy's house and his little girl was just standing in the room with me. Wow. Like, okay. Yeah, she just said hi. That's creepy. Yeah, it was <laughs> creepy. I was like, I was like, what are you doing? 
And then you, she was stiffed, a, you stiff arm her to the ground. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I, I got her in a headlock and I threw her outside. <laughs> you, threw her, you threw her through a plate glass door. <laughs> yeah, it was random. Though. It's, that's always random when you're in someone's house, especially that has children, and you wake up. I think I've told you all the story before about the little girl that like woke up oh, like yeah. staring me right in the face. And she. I heard what sounded like chairs moving around on a wooden floor, like that kind of like honky screeching noise they make when you you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 <laughs> yeah wood on and, wood. I, and i just i like sat up on the couch and i just turned around and this little girl was just in the other room taking the kitchen chairs and sliding them around on the floor and staring at me that's weird that's <laughs> that super, is creepy. that's super weird i don't want any part of that i think she was yeah she was just moving around to make that noise to wake me up i can't believe you didn't watch any of the fights this weekend there were some good ones well, like I said, I, I, I know, was you were inebriated. super hungover and inebriated. I did a little bit of car work and did some other stuff. But, I mean, I, I pretty much just checked out and napped all weekend. What about you, Devin? Did you do anything? I had a wonderful date weekend with my girlfriend. Oh, nice. The complete oh, nice. Opposite that makes me of Adam. so happy. Yeah, the complete opposite of Adam. <laughs> yeah. I got laid and had sex, and we were in love, and it was a fantastic weekend. And we what did cuddled you do? all day Sunday. We stared eyes all, all weekend. Yeah. Didn't I leave ma- the bed Sunday. I masturbated and wept. <laughs> I masturbated with my tears. And he watched Brobag Mountain four times. <laughs> yeah. I drank three bottles of white wine. <laughs> Pinot Grigio. <clears throat> have you guys, and I, I bring this up because I've been completely balls deep into this show. Have you guys been watching Peaky Blinders at all? No, everybody keeps asking me that. Bro, Every, Pe- Peaky Blinders is good. Dude, everybody is keeps so talking good. to me about that and tells me that I have to start watching that show, and I have never seen a single you need, episode. You need to start watching. And you I'm do. actually bringing it up for a specific reason. because, And I kind of told Devin about this earlier, and he's probably is going to think it's so retarded. But whatever, I'm going to bring it up anyways. Um, so I was at work, and I was like coming down one of the aisles and you know, going toward our receiving area. And I looked down that aisle and we have these, you know, these barricades that slide off. So if you want to like block off an area or whatever, and one of the, one of the associates is like blocking off that area and he like closes the gate behind him. But then he looks up at the last second and he sees me in a distance and we make eye contact. Yeah. Well, then he like reopens the gate and it makes me think, man, I love that power. Like that power of he knows I'm coming, so he reopens that gate. Now, yeah. some may say common courtesy is why, the which gate is got what open. Adam was leaning towards. Yeah, well, is, yeah, and other people like you would say power. Yeah, I think power. So then it got me thinking because, I, like I said, I've been balls deep in Peaky Blinders, and I know you don't know. You may know the basic premise. No, I know absolutely nothing about Peaky Blinders okay. and why. So I'm not going to give a spoiler alert, but basically the premise behind the show is these three. Irish brothers. They're not Irish. You should, Already I, off you on sure the wrong They're not foot. Irish. Yeah. So it's about uh, they're a in family. Birmingham, England. They're like they're like a mafia type family. They're, they're like a gang type family. They're in nineteen uh, twenties Birmingham, England. Oh, okay. And I thought it was Irish yeah. too. Yeah, and basically they, they run a illegal horse betting organization, <clears throat> and that's why they're called the Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Anyways, it's like you know blinders on a horse. Peaky. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That makes sense. But yeah. they're basically like a like a mob slash crime family in uh in the early nineteen twenties uh, Birmingham area. I'm not I'm not sure how I established or thought that they were Irish. Maybe it's because they sound a little Irish. Well, there's an Irish guy in the first season, so Okay. That could be it. Anyways, <laughs> I'm getting to a larger point here. Yeah, I'm already fucking bored. Shut up. <laughs> it made me start thinking that I enjoy that power 
if I were going to do something that was illegal and not work an honest job, I'd want to be a mafia boss. Well, that'd be, yeah. Because, that would be absolutely fantastic. Yes, because it would. I, I think about that power, and then I think about, I look at Peaky <clears throat> Blinders and how they're gangsters and the power that they have, the fear that they drive in people. And I don't know. There's something that is appealing about that. No, it is appealing. Yeah, it's like absolute power. You just, everyone fears you. I find that, I see that in like, like Goodfellas. I love Goodfellas. Oh, when yeah. I watch like the way that they walk around, how everybody bends to their word. Everybody gets out of their way. And he he talks about it like everywhere we go, like people step out of our way. You know, that I think that would be. It's just and like casino or something cool. like that, where yes. they have all that power. Yes, that would just be so cool to have that. Minus Joe Pesci getting beat up with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting yep. his face fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it started reeling my mind, and I'm like, man, I just I want more power. What would they call you? You mean my gang or like my boss name? Your boss name. I already got mine. Mm. I don't know. They'd call me. Babyface Hughes, yeah. Babyface Hughes, that's yeah. fitting. Yeah, that's fitting because I got that baby face. Or maybe they call you. Oh, the- I figured it was because of something else. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe instead of that, they just call him the infant. Yeah, <laughs> the child. Yeah. Why do we even fear this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looks like he's. 10. Oh, that's right. Because I take people's fucking fingers. Yep. Mine would be the baby arm, Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> the baby arm. Yeah, his dick is opposable. It actually like moves around. <laughs> it they can call like me, squeeze things. They'd call me Three Deuce Josh. Three Deuce, <laughs> three fingers. <laughs> no, three digits. Yeah, yeah three, no, digits. three digit Josh. <laughs> three Deuce because I take three deuces a day. Yeah, or because I deuce on your chest after I kill you. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. Maybe that'd be the Cleveland Steamer. They call me the Cleveland. The Steamer. Cleveland Steamer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're a mob uh, boss in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I have to add that to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that i live in I, I literally have to move to cleveland just yeah. to make the name fit yeah it's fucking dumb it'd be the worst if you're, Cleveland's if you're the worst place I, yeah. and you know people love it you, and yeah, they have Cleveland's a team terrible they, they have like the worst team like classically the worst team in the nfl and it's it's like a kind of a i mean i know people that are like there are parts of the city that are really nice it just seems like a super miserable place <laughs> if you were a mob boss in cleveland like it'd be pointless because no one would want to like live there like what would you be? <laughs> what would you be controlling? Yeah, what would you control? The fucking chain of McDonald's, all the homeless, the Cleveland, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah the Cleveland Browns, their toxic waters. Yeah, fucking. it'd be like like you, like the Cleveland Steamer and his homeless army. <laughs> you'd be like you'd be like a fucking Lawrence no one, Fishburne off a of John Wick. Yeah, yeah, no one fucks with Cleveland because there's this army of like crazed homeless people that <laughs> that would do anything for a fix. Yeah, the only thing you're in charge of is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's it. You're the mob boss of that. Because fucking, there's a, it'd be like being the mob boss of Indiana. There's like nothing there. <laughs> Windmills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight roads. Yeah. <laughs> Flatland. Cornfields. Yeah. Yeah. You're the mob boss of running a combine. <laughs> yeah. Adam, would you be the mob boss of Antioch? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> of Antioch, Tennessee? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Your headquarters would be the old Hicker Hollow Mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be oh, good. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I know that was a weird thing to start out with, but I was just thinking about that. Super weird. There's a bunch of new shows out that I really want to watch. I dude that that new se- that new season of Black <clears throat> Mirror is on point. Yeah, uh, and it? I already finished it. Someone mentioned another show called Banshee. Oh yeah, on Showtime. Yeah, that's real good. Oh, it's on Showtime. Yeah, it's on Showtime. Oh no wonder I couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> you told me it was on Amazon. <laughs> no, it's on Showtime. What an idiot! It's one of my friends. He was like, "You got to watch Banshee, man," and he knows what my cable is. He comes and sits over here. I don't have Showtime. He was like, "Hey, man, you need to check out Banshee," and you go to PBS to look for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. a C-SPAN. This is not on Where Channel Eight. <laughs> Channel Eight. Uh, <laughs> it's like public access. Uh, <laughs> You're like, dude. I thought it came on after the Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a uh, someone mentioned to me. Peaky Blinders, another person mentioned to me, Banshee, another person mentioned to me, the show, like, the end of the... Yeah, the end of the, end the fucking, fucking world. End of the fucking world on yeah. on Netflix. Um, I, I'm i kind of looking for a new good show to watch. Dude, I, Peaky Blinders all the way. I watched, and I, I'm, I'm going to endorse this show, I watched... Jean Claude Van Johnson. On oh yeah, Amazon. I see that it to to. I mean, I know that not everybody's going to agree with me. To say that that show is genius would be a gross understatement. Hmm. It's a gross understatement. But you got to be in on the joke. You have to know his movies and you have to know that genre and that style to be in on the joke. That movie is genius. Not only does Jean-Claude Van Damme play a fantastic version of himself, very washed up, he also plays a washed up spy who he coincidentally was always this guy named Van Johnson who even during all of his movies was a spy and we just never knew it. Oh, so during oh, okay. all of Jean-Claude Van Damme so it's movies. Like a, he was also on set being a spy and going into the local town wherever he was filming and doing spy shit. So it's like a behind-the-scenes wow. type thing. Yes. If, if like he had been a spy in real life. <clears throat> so on top of all that, they make these genius references to his movies over and over and over again. And people, people... There's uh, like a few really great references, and I mean genius references to Time Cop. <laughs> All these genius <laughs> oh references God, to Bloodsport, and like he's it's it's really good. It I it, of course, but it's really weird. It's was, a was really kick, weird show. Was Kickboxer the one where he has that weird dancing scene in the bar? Yes. <laughs> yes. So they end up they end up. There's one where they do a flashback. It's a flashback to his his career and people that he was like talking to on set, and it's a flashback to him in Hard Target where he had like long oh, black yeah. hair and he's wearing. <laughs> Didn't a he den- wear a trench coat? A, a, well, there's part of he's in a denim shirt and jeans yes. and long black hair in like Louisiana. Yes, and yeah. it came up, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Hard Target!" Hard target. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just the that show's genius. Yeah. I loved every episode. Everyone I know that's watched it loved every episode, just, but it's really weird. Let's just transition and start talking about Van Damme movies. Yeah. yeah. No. Why is it? Why is it that in his movies they consist of two main things? One, he's gonna do at least eight three sixty kicks. Yeah, at least, at least, and that's how he's gonna finish every boss. And then two, especially in Kickboxer, he has to talking? do a lot of splits. In I was front about of to people say you're talking about the splits and show off his package. Yeah, 
He has to do splits between two chairs. Yes, that makes yeah. it continually, yeah. like in the midst of a fight scene. And he all, and a lot of times he'll he's wearing super tight shorts or like tight yes. pants. Yeah. Uh, what the, about Double Impact where he had a twin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does the splits in like tights in that movie. Yeah. So this this show starts off. It literally starts off with a monologue. It's him staring into a camera, and it, he just says, "I." I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. I am like one of the best actors in movie history. And he goes, but right now, I'm not acting. And there's a guy running at him with a, with an asp who's about to crack him in the skull. And he's like, right now, I am like Van Johnson. And this is real life. And this guy wants to kill me. But coincidentally, I am also the king of of the splits and he goes to, <laughs> he goes to do the splits and he's so he's so fucking old and washed up he can't do the splits anymore and this guy smashes him in the face with this ass <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny they they do that noise when he tries to do the splits you can like hear his groin crunching and he goes, uh. he goes, uh, he like makes this and the guy's just like smash and smashes him in the face. That's how it starts. And it, it grabbed me like he does. He it's, it's genius. He, so, and he's also coincidentally because he's such a badass fighter and he can kick everyone's ass and he does a lot of ass kicking in the show. He apparently is a really bad spy because he doesn't know how to like, he has no, ability to really hide because everyone knows he's Jean-Claude Van Damme so he just like will walk in and be really abrupt there's like another scene where he walks up and this guy's like now like this is the drug lord you need to be really careful you need to fit in and he just weaves his way through a crowd and he walks right up to this guy and the guy's like the fuck do you want and he was like I heard I could buy drugs from you where do I buy the drugs <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this guy's like guy you got some balls bro <laughs> you know? but it's like he doesn't even there's no spy tactics he just walks in and goes you I know you're the one that did it you know like let's just figure this out fucking van damn it's a good show oh van damn it's a good show what is he is he Austrian no, no, he's French. No, you're wrong. Mm, I think we're all wrong. He's, Quick he speaks French, and he has a, a pseudo French accent. No, I, um, uh, I can't think of what he is. I, well, I got this. What is I it? got this. He's Belgian. Yeah. Belgian. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty. Fu- that's why he speaks French. Fuck you. Yeah. He speaks Belgish. Belgish. Yeah. Belgish. <clears throat> yeah. He Adams from French. the land of Burley. Yep. I speak fluent, fluent burly. You speak uh, fluent grizzly bear? <laughs> yeah. Most of his movie covers are just like him doing some sweet like stance, like a, uh, like a kickboxer stance or something Dude, like that. This whole this whole show. So you have to be really well versed in his movies. It is... It is an ode to all of the weird stuff that he would do yeah. where he would like go, come on! Like he would do that kind of stuff. He does that through the whole show. Like he, just, and it's, it's basically like a big joke. Um, I love it when did people you see can that make they're fun coming of out with. Like, was it Kickboxer Two? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I already that. Yeah, yeah, you did. It's got uh, him and shit. I can't remember the other ones, but it had like a pretty, pretty big time cast. You know they're what we also should do? coming out with a a weird sequel to Crocodile Dundee with Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride, be funny as shit. And who, what's the guy that played Thor? Um, Chris Lee, Hemsworth. Cri- yeah. yeah, fuck. 
Chris Hemsworth. Good job. They, uh, there was a, a really short teaser preview out about it. It looks pretty funny. You know what we should do? What? We should just all take a day off, come over here, smoke a little, and then watch every Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Every Jean-Claude Van Damme Start movie? Start at like 8 in the morning. I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to space it out. We'd have to do like a, a really well-known one and then like three or four of us not so well-known. I mean, they're all well-known to me because I think I've seen I've them. seen them all. Yeah. There's a few. Universal I mean, Soldier. I've even seen his newer stuff. There's a, There might be a couple. Oh, my God. There was one that came on a few days ago. Legionnaire. What? Legionnaire. Well, I've never seen that. Lionheart. There's one that came. No, Ooh. Lionheart was good. There's one that came on where he was with um, that basketball player. Uh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Double team. That movie had to be. One of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. The acting, you you could tell that they, and, and I mean, he, he talks about this in the show too, where he just started not caring and would just mail in every performance and there was no acting anymore. He's actually a great actor. He blows me away. And, and there's so much more about the show that I can't, I don't want to tell you about because give, it'll give it away. But he'll play all of these layers of himself. So it's like he's playing himself, playing someone else, but playing himself. It's so Playing weird. a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, there's one movie I know without a shadow of doubt, it has to be worse than Double Team. Uh, with him in it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just in general. It's the big hit. <laughs> the, big hit, again. the big hit is a bad movie That's it is not no it is not it's it is worse not than no team. it is not yeah it is not worse than double it team is. don't get me wrong the big hit's terrible it's not worse than it is terrible it's not worse than double team name the worst movie you've ever seen Devin. oh god pass come back to me please like this is i'm not good on can. the spot no he could he could have said like the new ghostbusters which i know he hates oh and it would not be as bad as the big hit the new Ghostbusters was not as bad as the big hit. No. I mean, the new Ghostbusters was like an Oscar winner compared to the big hit. Exactly. <laughs> but, it, I mean, the double team movie was way worse than the big hit. No. Yes. This may be the, the this may be next week's poll. Speaking of the poll, by the way. Oh, <laughs> That's no. true, yeah. Yeah. You've pretty much been getting ripped alive on it. Yeah. <laughs> reiterate, for some of the people that don't know what the poll is, yeah, so reiterate the poll and talk poll about it. Our poll after text. our last episode was, will Adam be single forever? And the majority of people have to say yes on that. On our Instagram story, it was a 50-50. Yeah. On, so 50 uh, yes, on Facebook, 50 I'm pretty no. sure 80% of the people said that you would be single forever. The last time I looked, it was 80%. Yeah. It was 80%. And I think Twitter's right there in the same boat. Really? Yeah. So... I mean, maybe it's time to change some things. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, Adam's escapades is going to be short tonight, and we're really going to have to do some. We're going to have to do some. I, excuse me. I am going to have to do some soul searching about about things. But yeah, I've had a few conversations with females this last week. Some very long, very eye opening. They were. They basically were like, I don't get it. By all rights, you know, you're really nice, you're really sweet, you're really kind. There's something wrong. We'll come back to Adam's escapades. I know. I'm just saying. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. You don't want to fucking talk about it. No, no, no. I just, I don't, I don't want to elaborate too much because I know, I know, I know you've got things to share later on. Yeah. So I know you mentioned to me earlier today 
there was a story that you wanted to talk about. You, oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, shaking your fat head for it. I'll shake my fat head if I want to. Yeah, he's shaking his damn head. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> that there was a story you wanted to tell me about. And I I, I, I kind of, I guess I kind of looked the article up. I didn't do a lot of research, so. Yeah, it's, it's nothing big, but I, I saw this interesting story. <laughs> well, that, it is pretty fucking big. Yeah, well, so it popped up on my timeline, and it, it, it clearly had some clickbait to it, which is why I clicked on it. But I was really blown away by the severity uh, of kind of what happened. But so, get, kind of give you a backstory on it. There's this um, this lady, and it was it was in Denver. Isn't that where it happened, at, Devin? Um, it says Texas. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Houston, Texas. So uh, this lady, Lindy Lindy Layman, uh, she was arrested on Saturday for criminal criminal mischief. Lindy Lou Layman. Lindy Lou Layman. Lindy yeah. Lou Layman. Yeah, let me get that clear. So I'm not going to read the entire story, but just kind of give you a background. This lady went on a date with a very prominent lawyer and went to his home and had numerous drinks and was intoxicated. So in the midst of the date, I guess she wanted to stay. And the gentleman was like, no, you need to leave. So he, he tried, he called her an Uber. So I guess when the Uber came, she refused to leave. So in the process of that, she basically went on a rampage and she smashed two uh, sculptures that he had each valued at somewhere between 20 and $30,000. And then she threw wine on two Andy Warhol paintings. Now the article first says that the total value is at 300,000. This is like going into the Louvre and like throwing <laughs> wine on, on paint. I mean, cause Andy Warhol yeah. paintings are sought after. Yes. Um, but then later in the article, it actually mentions that each one of these could be valued at over like up to 500,000 each. Yeah. It says each valued at 500,000. Yeah. So you're talking about this lady did over a million dollars in damage at this guy's home in the, and then this is isolated to one drunken escapade. Whoa, 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 whoa. Devin, roll back down. I, I guess I had seen her picture before. She looks like a meth head. Yeah. Big time. She looks messed up. Yeah. Woof. It must have been right after. Did you say woof? Woof. You, <laughs> wait, what? You never heard me say that? No. Oh, I use that. When I see someone who's like really ugly, I'll be like, woof. If I see someone who's really hot, I'll be like, woof. What the fuck? I have no like, idea. Are I you have... saying like woo or like? No, I said no he's wolf. saying like no, no. I'm, I'm saying, do you mean like like oh yeah? <laughs> yeah. It goes both ways. Like what the, it's like rough. when people when talking people are like like holy shit, you know they can it can go both ways. It's like good or bad or like man, that's fucked up. You know they can go like both ways. You know, yeah. so if I, I like if I see someone who's just like hammered looking, I'll be like wolf. Have you ever heard him say wolf? I haven't heard him say it, but I have heard people say it. Oh, you've wolf. heard me say wolf. We've known each other for years. Whatever. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Anyways, back to the story. <clears throat> it wasn't even the amount of money, the damage that she did that drew me into it. It's the fact that this guy is a very prominent lawyer, and he is seeking the maximum charge for this, which is life imprisonment. <laughs> life imprisonment. And and I mean, I go, I go kind of back and forth here because, I mean, I know it's not murder. It's not drug trafficking or like sex trafficking or something that like that serious. But that's a shit ton of damage to do, even though you're in a drunken rampage. But this guy has, I mean, he's re he's represented some really high profile people: Rick Perry, Donald Trump. Trump no, was he, even I don't at think he, he didn't. I don't think he represented Trump. I, I did see that he 
He just Trump gave him two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, he gave f- Trump toward his election. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Trump came to his house. They, yeah, they, I know. I saw that. I, I read in that article that, that they he had some like really high profile clients. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that is a little harsh? Personally, yeah. Life in prison. Life in prison for. I mean, that's a lot of money, but shit. With hey, uh, what are you in for? <clears throat> Oh, uh, I got drunk and threw some wine on some Andy Warhol paintings. But you're talking about priceless. He's doing, he knows. Yeah, it is. No, they're not priceless, but he's doing it. This is what I've heard and seen evidence of other lawyers doing this type of thing. They know the law. They almost know it too well. And they really like to sink their teeth into people and they really like to go after people. Yeah. And even if it's just totally ridiculous, what he wants to do, he wants to scare her to death. And he wants to wrap her up in the legal system for as long as possible because he's rich and he and it's all free for him. It's all it's all basically free. Yeah. He's a lawyer, right? He's, he's bankrupt just pro- somebody's probably just doing him a favor. He's and probably just teaching her a lesson. Yeah, I was in a room. <laughs> to, serious, he is. Yeah, dude, I was in a room one time. This is this is no lie. I was in a room one time with a, a guy who is filthy rich. Somebody screwed with him in a very random way. They were stealing referrals from him. Basically, they were people were calling in to his company, and they didn't have any means or any way of helping this, these people. So even he paid for those referrals. Well, what this person was doing was taking those referrals and he was selling them to another company. And those people would try to maybe help this person. So I mean, you're still trying to help someone, but you're making a little bit of kickback. So he fired this guy, and he came into a room, and he told all of us, he said, don't ever make the mistake. You are stealing from me if you do that, and I want you to know what I'm going to do just because I'm bored and I'm rich. I Mm. will take my super high-priced lawyers, and I will sick them on you, and I will wrap you up in the legal system and make your life a living hell just because I don't have anything else to do with my money, and I'm bored. I will he and he told us he called the guys out by name. He said I fired 3 people today and every one of them will be in court for the next year. Damn. But he was I I couldn't believe it. But it's like what rich people just get to a point where they're like screw it. I'm filthy rich and I need to do something with my money. I will say I'm going to become president. If she does get the life sentence, the, I'll have to laugh a little bit because that would be Yeah, she be won't. Ridiculous. She won't get the life sentence. I mean, it's just impossible. You know, they. I mean, there's a precedent. We have precedent set on a lot of these things, and you know, I know that there might be a maximum penalty, and he might be able to go after that. But there's no judge, because what what this ends up doing is it sets a new precedent for the law, and because judges kind of help write and affect law. So if if suddenly they don't try someone, or they don't sentence someone, or they do decide to sentence someone. Now we can reference that case in the court system and change it changes the precedent. So there I don't most people in a case like this, I don't think any judge would ever want do you to make that decision. Would you put this on the same level or maybe not as severe as if I took penis shaped pieces of baloney and threw them all over your car? Well, I mean my car is not I mean, number one, that's kind of funny. His car is not an Andy Warhol painting. And yeah. What if I what if I did it at night so it sat there all night? And I know and then it left that. It's a I bought that car for seventy eight hundred dollars. <laughs> like, 
You know what I mean? And driving a big black Lexus, Lexus around with like ghost penises in it from where you throw throwing baloney on it. <laughs> that actually might be pretty fucking pimp. Ghost penis. Yeah, because it would be like a ghost image of a baloney penis on there. That would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> People would be like, are there dicks on your car? Or just one big veiny one on the hood. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be subtle. Like you'd yeah. only see it when, like in the sunlight. Yeah. A big veiny penis. It'd be like masterpiece car where it changes color in different light. Yeah, yeah. That that's actually a pretty fucking good idea. Let's do it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go do it. I'm filming a it. huge sheet of baloney and cut a penis out <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah, put the biggest sheet of baloney ever. <clears throat> so I know I brought, I brought up that one thing that happened at work that were kind of related to Peaky Blinders, but you guys were talking about something in a prior episode that came smashing me in the face this week. What is it? So you guys brought up on a, on a past episode, I think it was maybe the last one or the one before, about how you guys get called different names a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All What'd you get time. called? So so you you don't even know. Like, you think you have it bad? Like, it came oh, smashing me. Yeah, this. he knows a little bit about it. Yeah, he knows. You don't know. So I had three different customers this week, three different ones, that I work with on a regular basis. Call me Jason. But that's not the worst of it. So I had three different people that I've worked with on numerous occasions call me Jason. Yeah. And then when I'm not there, they simply refer to me as the one-armed guy. Oh, yep. no. Yep. Or the one-armed bald guy. Hey, you know or, where that one-armed hey, bald you, guy you know hey, the, is? he here today? You know the guy with the one hand? Yeah, the one hand. Yeah. I'm simply known as the hand. Yeah. <laughs> that would be your mob boss that's name. That's my mob boss name. Yeah, the, the hand. hand. Yeah. So you the think nub. you have it bad. At least you're not referred to as the handicap. Yeah. Really, they they refer so they called you by the wrong name and then you found out they refer to you by that one-armed bald guy when you're not around. Yes. Yeah, that stings. That's yeah. discrimination. It is. Uh, so I'm suing all of them just so you know you should, type in court. To the uh, maximum extent of the law. Yeah. yeah I'm going to have them in a civil lawsuits until they're dead. Life <laughs> or yeah, life sentence. Because I'm yeah. so rich and so bored. Yeah. With yeah. my money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that back up because I honestly hadn't had that happen that much until we talk about it. And then it came smacking me in the face. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you know that one-armed guy, Jason? Can, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> can I get him on the phone? Hey, what's his name? Jason? Is it? Yeah, yeah it's Jason. I I'm had I had a girl. I had an, I'm going to try to talk about this without revealing the names. I had a girl that worked for me in in Memphis, Tennessee, who said that I was that I was sexist and that I was racist, and she because I had to fire. She was she was deficient in her duties over and over and over again. I had all this documentation. And I did everything I could because she was a really good worker. But then I found out that she was she was really taking advantage of me and, and the company time. Well, then all of a sudden I had a store manager call me one day and say, uh, hey, man, I don't ever want her in my store again. As a matter of fact, I'm basically banning her from the store. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of going to be tough to do your job. you know. And I, I asked him why, and I found out that it, she was – Stealing company time, she was clocking in and not even coming to work, and she was doing all this stuff. So I, I you know, I had it on record. He was banning her from the store. They don't do that just because for the hell of it. Yeah. So I had to go let her go. So she, it was crazy. She she made up all this stuff. I had this guy that worked for me, that was six foot three, like two hundred and ninety five pounds. 
and he was as Mexican as they come. He, I mean, and had like a super like Mexican name. He's a good friend of mine, and he had so he had anyway. Jorge. His name, his last name started with an A. Okay, Jorge. No, um, his last name started with an A, and. <clears throat> um, Alvarez, shut the fuck oh, up, dude. I was thinking Alvarez in my head. We're on the same no wavelength. So, okay, so it would be something like that. Like, let's just say his name was Ma- like Matthew Alvarez. Okay, let's say his name was Matthew Al- Alvarez or this, Alvarez. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know why we're talking about this because if it's not prudent to the story, I don't even know why. We're hey, talking is about it? it. Answer this question, Adam. Is it pert? Huh? Is it pert? Pert, pertinent to what story? Whatever the fuck you're talking about. Oh, it is pertinent. Listen to me. His name is? Yes. Okay. Yes. So okay. she she said she filed a lawsuit with the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Co- or whatever. This better be pert. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it's she the, said. It's the EEOE, by the way. I thought it was EEOC. No, I don't think so. I think oh. it's EEOC. E-O-E. It's E-O-C. Anyway, Jesus. she fought a lawsuit with them, and she said that I, I was discriminatory <laughs> and that I had, I had, I, I had, I gave preferential treatment to white males, and I gave preferential treatment to, well, white males, basically. And so they, they showed this lawsuit to me, and they were like, this is really big, dude. This is really big. It says you give preferential treatment to white males. I did not have a single white man that worked for me in that entire district. Everyone that worked for me was a minority. I only hired minorities. And I was, I was like, well, this doesn't make any sense. So his name was Matthew Alvarez. She said that I had a white man that worked for me and his name was Mark Mendez. Didn't even get his name right. Worked with this guy for years. Could not even tell the EEOC her ne- his name and lied about his race and said that he was white and he was the biggest Mexican I've ever met in my life. Wow. And it was just funny. Like, cause it, it was like, yo, like, no, like she couldn't even get it fucking right. Like she worked with this dude for years. And when she filed the lawsuit, she filed it fraudulently and lied. So we basically just countersued and just said, Number one, you filed a fraudulent lawsuit. You're wasting our time, and you're wasting the EEOC's time. And the and the EEOC, or I think I'm pretty sure it's EEOC. They freaked out and they just shut it all down. And we're so just you like, had a you had a really diverse workforce uh, in Memphis. I did, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, in Nashville it was different, but um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have a single person that worked for me that was white. So what happened to Matthew Alvarez? He just thought it was a hilarious. He thought it was hilarious because he was like, "She, I've worked with her for years, and she can't even get my name right." And she said I was white. <laughs> yeah, he's well, like super dark skin, like jet black hair. He's got a big jet black mustache and a goatee. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just funny uh, how how like you could work see someone every day and just be so oblivious that you can't even describe them. And so we we nailed it, you know. Basically, we're like you're doing it fraudulent. She terrible at work too. Uh, no, she was actually a really good worker. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I was around, she was. I just found out that when I wasn't in town, that there were like whole days that she would like clock in and take off. And so basically, she, she had no common sense. None. None. Which, do you do you think common sense is more important or book smarts? Common sense, for Why? sure. I agree. Street smarts and common sense get you a whole lot further in this world than book smarts do. Especially with people. If you're just purely book smart and no common sense, you come off as snooty to people. Yeah. And stupid. 
Yeah, and I've met people that are unbelievably intelligent that if you just say something like, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, and they just stare at you like anything mechanical, they just stare at you like, I don't understand. Do you ever wonder like how people, oh man, and I don't even mean like young people, I mean like established people, how they can... I mean, you clearly can see that they have no common sense. Like, how do they how do they even get through life not being able to make basic decisions? I don't know. It scares me. It does. It scares me too. Yeah, I've never. I mean, there. I know people that. I know people that that literally can't make like basic decisions on their own, like when it comes to their vehicle, and that that's something else. And I know I'm super elitist about it. We've talked about it a million times. Someone texted me just recently it was freezing cold they texted me i had worked on their car i'd worked on her car and she said my car is doing something funny the rpms are really high and i and i was like you're 24 you've been driving since you were 16 when it's really cold and you start a car the rpms go up really high to help warm up the engine it's just every car on the planet does this that's what they do and she just was like, oh, I guess I've never noticed. You've been driving for eight years, and you've never noticed that? It's like the people. There was a, a, a person at work recently that told me her husband, a lady at work that told me her husband was driving around in the truck and driving and driving and driving, and no big deal, and then, and then the engine just basically blew up one day. And they never changed the oil? There was no oil. Wow, he was driving that, it that without take, oil. That takes a lot to do that. Like, that, did did he not think it was weird when I'm sure the engine started clicking or making a weird noise or, or making all that rattling yeah. or maybe when the temperature on the engine was through the roof? Yeah, or what? And I mean, there might be some ways to explain those things away. Maybe the temperature gauge didn't work, whatever. But if or the oil pressure dropped down to zero, yeah, yep, it's just crazy. And I mean, you, lights go off. There's lights all over your car that'll go off and tell you you're about to destroy your engine. Once again, it goes back to my whole thing that we talked about in another episode where there should be some type of competency test before people can procreate. Uh, 100%. Like this is, yeah, I don't get it. And and look, I have, you know, numerous like people. A, like minimum intelligence before you can have a child? Yeah. Like you need to be, you need to pass a competency test just to prove that you're even eligible to procreate. By the way, it is the EEOC. Yeah. But you're an EOE Schooled. if you're an equal opportunity employer. Well, yes, but the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is the EEOC. Okay. That's who I deal with on a daily basis Battle whenever Royale. you guys discriminate against me. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. the one-arm thing. The, handy, <laughs> the handicapable yeah. fucking yeah. assholes. Um, yeah, and, and I've got, you know, I've got, a, I've got numerous people that either report to me or, you know, that I'm, I supervise. And it, it, it flabbergasts me sometimes the fact that, like, some of the most basic shit that, that, just comes with having basic common sense that should be able to be handled. Like the answers in front of you and, and look, maybe it's a thing to where they're not comfortable or they're not confident in themselves to make the right decision. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes it, it just, it blows me away. It blows me away. The shit. And this is a big topic that I, we don't really have to get into. What blows me away is that is when people try to claim stuff. That's not really true. Like bro science. Bro science? No, 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 no. Like I, I, um, you're speaking of like equal employment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So like during, during this, these winter months, it was really, really cold. 
And there were people that like couldn't come to work and they had to call out. And we get it. We understand. But I mean, you are still responsible for being at work or being, you know, what I mean, that's your job. You're supposed to be there. Well, there were people that got really upset about it. And like there was this guy that was at work one day and he they said, hey, I know you want to leave and I know it's starting to get bad outside. There is literally a hotel right next to us. We if you want to get a hotel we will purchase you a hotel room free of charge if you would please stay at work. If you would please stay. And he said, no, I can't. Well, you know, we have business to, to do and we want to make money and, and we're going to pay him extra money and all this overtime. I mean, we're going to make this worth his while. Right. And he just refused. And I could see where the manager would be like, look, we'd really like for you to stay. And he blurted out something about d- discrimination. What? Everybody's go-to. Yeah, it's Discrimination or racist. Yeah, and th- this didn't have anything to do with race, but he was like, this is discrimination. And they were like, what What do you, do you even know what that word means, you jackass? Do you even know what discrimination means? It Me telling you that I'd really like you to work and telling you all the ways that I'm going to pay you more money and you're really begging you and maybe going into, into like it being a little uncomfortable, begging you to please stay at work is not discrimination, you dumb bastard. And it, but it's like that kind of stuff. That that's that's someone that has zero common sense. Right. There's no common sense. The way that the way that I was kind of when I was you know kind of reeling about common sense and thinking about it and kind of comparing it to book smarts. If you think about it, like book smarts, it would it's great when everything goes as planned. But if something goes wrong and the answer's not in the book, then you can't problem solve. Like, how are you going to fix things if you can't do basic problem solving and come and have common sense? Yeah, here's how I boil it down: you can teach book smarts, you can't teach common sense. Yeah, yeah, common sense is street smart. I mean, I, I don't know. My dad probably taught me a little bit of common sense. Well, he, you just kind of learn as you go, kind of deal. Yeah, but no one you can. Do. And no some, one can the, really teach it to you. you no, know? and and I was I was really aware. I think my dad. What my dad taught me was to be like really aware to right. notice and, things and to pay attention. And then through that, you learn learn common sense. sense. Yeah, and other people are just just completely oblivious. That's why I think everyone should just drop out of school right now. Yeah, there right were now. seven Join people. Us. There were seven people in this neighborhood that that I live in right now. This neighborhood's got about about probably sixty seventy houses in it. Oh, that's probably not right. Maybe like fifty houses. There were seven or eight people in this neighborhood who, who all had their pipes burst this winter because it was so cold. They never thought to. Never thought to themselves out in the garage where it's really cold and where my pipes come in the house. Maybe I should put a little $4 space heater out there just to warm the pipes up. That is common fucking sense when it's freezing outside. And I know it doesn't get really cold around here. But when it Dude, does it get, did this, this it way. did. Yep. When, it's like seven degrees. There, there were mornings I woke up and got in my car. It was six. Um, Why'd you have to one up me right there? Was seven not good enough for you yeah. to fucking compare it? Dude, no, 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 no. Not seven. I got in my car. It was sorry, six. sorry. I know. Sorry, it I was didn't. six and a half degrees in my car. That's way colder. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> fucking asshole. Sorry. Discrimination. Yeah. Anyway, why don't you tell everybody about? What we're thinking about, you you have you you There's told no me thinking. Well, yeah, you told me are. off podcast that you really wanted to do something and you kind of you didn't really give me a whole lot of info about it. So tell me about it. So, look, I'm I'm a large guy, and you're a large guy. Yes, and 
you know, I've, I'd say four or five years ago, I was in the best shape of my life. And since I've been on this downward slope, you know, I've kind of ballooned back up somewhat. And it's really got me reeling about wanting to try and get back there. And, you know, 2018, neither one of us are getting any, any younger. Devin isn't aging. So I feel like we need to do something to kind of spark this and get it off running right. So here in front of God and our listeners, I want to challenge you to a weight loss contest. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. I'm going to challenge you to a weight loss contest. And we're going to let our listeners decide what the stipulations are. Oh, no, absolutely not. No. What what stipulation? Whatever. if, If I win... They get to pick what your what your punishment is. And if you win, they get to pick my punishment. And they're going to pick it now before it even happens. Now, look, I'm going to preface this by saying it can't be something crazy. All right. So like, it can't be something illegal. Right. I don't want anything to do with like, nudity. Yeah, yeah. We won't be no nudity in public. Maybe, you know, you'll just get a small tattoo of my face on your ass. Something simple. No, Something no, ta- simple. I'm not getting a tattoo. Yeah. I- Maybe you'll have to shave your head and I'll have to shave my body and you have to wear a toupee of my back hair. That's disgusting. But pretty that good. That would be great. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that For like shit. For like a day. No. I'm not doing any of this. I'm not doing. I, I'm just. Too, I'm too old for this shit. I. I. We can. We can let them see and, and, and you know, they can give us some ideas and they can let us maybe play around with it. But the final say is going to be up to us. If some, it's going to have it's nothing be up to, to do. Me. Yeah, definitely. No, it's not. I'm the mediator. No, it's not. <laughs> He's the mediator of the no, contest. I don't. I just don't like like the, those dickheads on the radio. They're like, "All right, go into the store and tell that woman that you know you just fingered your butthole no, and now no, you're going to no. smell it and like all that." I'm We're just not going to. It's not going to be that crazy. But it just it's kind of what it sounds like to me. No, look, I think it needs to be something fun. It doesn't need to be just as simple as a money bet. It doesn't need to be, oh, it's a hundred bucks on the line. Like it needs to be something fun, but it needs to have a little bit of an edge to it to where it's going to make us work for it. Now, here's what we need to decide. One, <clears throat> how long are we doing this for? Correct. And yep. two, what are we calling this contest? Well, I think, hold on. Hold on a second. What? We're jumping the gun here. Okay. We need to we need to lay down some some ground rules and okay. and we might need to set some Devin, get your pen and paper ready. We need to write these rules now. Or put I them on my, your phone. I got my cell phone ready. Okay. Yeah, we, we need to we need to potentially talk about some things first. Okay. Um, Go ahead and start it out. Number one, there is there is a glaring issue that I am noticing about this whole process. What? You have about five fucking pounds no. already on me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, I make up for it with my huge penis. Huh? No, I want a five-pound <laughs> handicap because I have two arms. No, when we, we're, we're going to weigh at the end of this episode, and I, I assure you that our weight is going to be pretty close. No way. Oh, yeah. Because I'm all it's all muscle underneath this. Beef. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure underneath this I work beef. out every day or two, three times a week. Well, congrats. Yeah. So, well, maybe one, once a month. No, I don't do once a month. Not even all. I, what well, do you estimate your weight is right now? If I had to take a guess, I'd say I'm three oh eight to three eleven. What do you think I weigh? But we're always going to be heavier at night. Okay. What do you think I weigh? 
Do you do you have you already weighed yourself? I weighed like last week. Uh, I'd say three fifteen to three twenty. I weigh three thirty. Okay. Boom! You already got a one up on them. Yeah. So now no, this, wait, this what competition. Is be how much what does my lose? arm have to no. do with weight? This competition. You got a fucking handicap. This competition I mean, needs to be how much you can lose. Yeah, exactly. Not how much you guys. What's not your in weight? It's it is, how much you lose. The total amount of weight that you lose. Yeah. Not not like. Well, oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's based on how much you lose from where you're currently at. I just don't. I just see because I. Like I've been working out more, and I always pack on like a lot the, of hey, muscle weight. You got the, up that cardio, bro. Fuck, Look at him already cardio. making excuses. I know. You've already. Are lost. you afraid to take the challenge? It's a percentage of how, like, it's a percentage of what you currently weigh. So whoever loses the biggest percent, not the biggest amount. I'd almost rather do. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm afraid I'm going to lose. Right, I know. I can go ahead and guarantee you're going to lose. Listen, Josh says nothing you, but I've not shed you. some fucking weight. I know. I've seen you shed And I do it healthy. Before. He wants to be able too. to flip desk again. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen you shed weight, and I, I just don't shed weight like that. I have been... Hey, look, the, it'll be fun. I, I've been this same size. I have been a little over 300 pounds for like six years. This is just who I am. I don't go up, I don't go down. This is who I am. But you wouldn't it I mean? feel nice if you were like 260? It'd feel great, but yeah. I just don't want to put in the effort. Well, this will be motivation to put in that effort. We need to change. We need to get healthy. Let's do it. Let's set a time limit. What do you guys think? Let's go around the table. I say minimum two months. Oh, I was thinking two, two months. Oh, shit. I was thinking like four to six months. Two months? Yeah, it needs I to be lose quick. 10 pounds in two months. No, no, no. It, it, this is a contest, not a fucking marathon. Like, it'll get boring after six months. It'll get boring after two months. So the whole key is we want people interested. What the fuck are you shaking your head on. for? Because <laughs> I like We it. can't all be 145 pounds. Yeah. Hey, I just weighed He's myself. I've actually gained weight. How? Are you 200 pounds? I'm two. I was joking. I, I would probably guess you're I'm pretty like sure my right thigh weighs 200 pounds. Yeah. I left 200 pounds when I was like 15 years old. I say two months. <laughs> I'm not lying. When I when I walked into seventh, no, seventh grade, I was younger than that. When I walked into seventh grade, I was two, six foot six foot tall, 200 pounds. Jesus. Seventh grade. Seventh grade, I was 300 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. I was three bills playing junior high football. That's a beast. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I was like 6'1", 300 pounds. Jeez. I was a hefty young young lad. That is huge. Yep. Huge. Huge. So I say two months at the shortest. Starting today, tomorrow. Oh, God. I'm Starting not, I'm tomorrow. I'm ready for this shit, man. Well, you better get ready. Starting tomorrow in two months at the shortest or, well, or max three months. Well, let's tell everybody what date that'll be. So starting January 23rd. Yeah. And we're going to go until March 23rd. Devin, two months or three months? Let's do two months. Okay. Two months. And then maybe revisit if we want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put, I swear to God, I'll put on weight. Well, you better quit fucking lifting weights and you better start doing more cardio. I hate cardio. Well. I hate it. You better change that diet too. <laughs> oh, who are you telling? Dude. Better cut those carbs out, bro. I think I went total balls out for lunch today. I had... <laughs> well, look, now you, you packed on water weight, so you should shed it right off. Yeah. I had 
a tuna sub. It was probably three pounds of tuna. It was really good. You better go over to Publix and get some fucking vegetables. I don't like this. <laughs> We're doing it. I don't like losing weight. So two months. Although I slipped. I, you know, I've got bad knees. I, I've gotten to the point where I can barely run and stuff. I mean, I've just got bad knees from all the all, – I've been really, really well, do hard the bike, on my body. Dude, do elliptical. Just listen to me. <laughs> Fuck me. Every podcast, I'm going to be talking, like, just do it, just do it, bro, just do it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Well, it's because you fucking have, are notorious for making terrible decisions, so I have to give you guidance. Touche. Uh, that is that is actually very accurate. Yeah, I would agree. Lately, I have been making some really terrible decisions, like talking to you all about my fucking dating life on this fucking <laughs> podcast. What Anyways, a stupid back to fucking the ground decision. Rules. Anyway, I... I what were we talking about? The weight loss competition. I know that, but what was I talking about? I don't know. I don't know yeah, where you were going. It's probably unimportant. So two months, mm-hmm. we will weigh once a week. My knees. Okay, every podcast. We will we will weigh for every podcast. Yeah. And then we will report in. Yes. We will post it. Yes. And then we will we will have the fans vote. Not vote. We will have them give us give us ideas for whatever the stipulations or the punishment should be. I'm not taking my shirt off. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see what they come up with. What are some other rules? Um, I don't think there are any other rules. Was there something else you wanted to add? No. I already don't like this. No weight loss pills. No, I don't care how you lose it. Okay. Oh, I'm going straight to medical weight loss Snort clinic. Coke. Go ahead. Gets liposuction. <laughs> <laughs> Better fucking call Nugenics or get something. A, get a lap band yeah. <laughs> coming at 160, but all the skin <laughs> hanging off. <laughs> if he goes in for lap band surgery, he'll fucking die on the table. Yeah, exactly. Die from alcohol detox. Didn't you tell me that there was something else that you were thinking about when it came to this? That you had thought about today? Whenever I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, it's the arm handicap. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's the arm <laughs> handicap, man. Fuck that. That's no handicap. I mean, it is a handicap, but it has nothing to do with the weight. Yeah, loss. but it's like a reverse handicap. Yeah, you need to handicap my ass now. I got two of them. They what does that have anything to do with the weight loss? I don't know. It's because he's got to make a leg up if, on if anything, You're scared. It he's a got gain because listen, you can do pull-ups and I can't. Listen, Josh has already got you in, in the corner right now. What you all don't know is I am... Like, I am unable to even work out my upper body at all because I have a really wicked shoulder impingement. I mean, I can, like, barely lift my shoulder above, the, like, like 90 degrees. Well, that won't have anything to do with your weight loss. It has a lot to do with my weight loss. Oh, my God. Okay, 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 okay. I'll fuck it. I'll do it. I know you will. I, I'll yes. do it. We're what are starting, we calling it? So, January 23rd, uh, we're starting, and we're going to go until – uh, March 23rd, which is coincidentally a few days before my birthday. Nice. You'll be in the best shape you've been in. I have my 20-year high school reunion this year. There you go. When That's something it? to look is it, forward to. Is it to. in the fall? I have no idea. I've actually thought about Because the last time I went to it, I was the same size. I've always been the same size. Maybe a little bit smaller. I've swelled up a little bit. My titties have gotten bigger. Yeah, but, your moobs. Whenever I, hey, yeah. whenever I come in and weigh next week and I've already shed 10 pounds, that'll be your motivation. Whenever you, you have to eat You think you can lose turds. 10 pounds in one week? You bet your fucking ass. I've all, I lost 15 before. What do you do? Don't you worry about what I do. I, want, I, I need to know. You need to share. <laughs> I fucking. He I, purges. <laughs> yeah, I purge, baby. 
I'm that's not funny. <laughs> we got people that have eating disorders listening to this podcast. Well, guess what? It's comedy, so there are no rules. Exactly. So, all right. So we weigh in every week. We will post the weight. We will let our listeners decide what the stipulations are going to be. Is there anything else? Any other rules you'd like to? We will only weigh here at your house. So no other weights matter, and we will use the same scale every time. Boom. Okay. Um, no, I just don't. I don't like comp. Uh, I, you know, I just don't like competitions where I'm going to lose. Well, you're not going to win with that attitude. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Me and Josh are on the same wavelength this episode. We are. Alvarez. You get. You get to a point where you just kind of know, like it's a sucker bet. <clears throat> just like betting against the Patriots. Yeah, you dickhead. <laughs> I had to pay that chicken hunt. They look, and, and I mean, one of my friends said today, they, it looks like the tra- Patriots are just trolling people. They basically went through that whole game and lost the whole game. And then finally at the very end, we're like, oh, wait, we're just kidding. We're the Patriots. And we just went out there and won it. I mean, like in the very end of the game. Did y'all watch that game? I watched part I don't of it. I, watch I, I, I thought the Jacks, I literally thought they had it. They were playing way above themselves, way beyond a lot of their talent, even though they're good. And you could see it was like, wow, they are they're really taking it to the Patriots. And the Patriots look all frustrated and they're like, oh shucks and damn it. And we're Wolf. all we're all <laughs> we're all mad. And then it was all of a sudden in the end, you know, Bill Belichick was like, wait. Oh, I've got these other plays in here I forgot about. Here, touchdown, touchdown. Like It, it just – Do you think Adam's trying to change the subject because he's afraid of the weight I don't loss? want to do this yes. fucking weight loss challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we going to call this segment? I don't know. The weight loss segment? Yeah. How about the weight loss segment? No, that's terrible. No. Uh, how about – I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Two, two – <laughs> <laughs> Two fat guys. What if we tie it into the movie 300 since we're both about 300? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would love to get under 300. I can do it. I just don't want to. Dude, I could, get, My you, I could get you way under 300. I know you can, and I know, I know you used to run and blah, blah, blah. But look, blah, blah, you'll blah. be my motivation too. Like this will be my motivation to get back at it. Yeah. Because when uh, I was doing keto earlier, like I was shedding it, dude. When I got when I got in, see, full, I don't do, I don't have the time to do all that shit. I'm never home. When I got in full ketosis, dude, I was keto. What the fuck are we saying? Ketosis. Ketosis. It's a state that you get your body into from basically eliminating carbs and sugar. I was in full ketosis, bro. Yeah, and dude, I was I was shedding it. I wasn't hungry. I felt great, and I was shedding weight. Yeah, but the problem is it's like a fucking yo-yo because then you pack it all back on when you go back to a normal diet. If you diet. go crazy, you do. No. But the key, the, the key is is that whenever you, you have those stints where you need to cheat or you have like a sandwich because your body's running at a higher metabolism, it, 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 may, it may kick you out temporarily. But then when you go back to it, your body gets back into ketosis state a lot quicker. Anyways. Sounds like hogwash to me. Yeah, you're hogwash. So I think we use, we use the movie 300 – Let's make a Jean-Claude Van Damme reference. We could. We call it fat sports. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of blood sport. <laughs> yeah. The universal fatty. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do we have to come up with a name right now? No, I don't guess we have uh, to. I mean, I guess we can. I just don't. I don't know. Maybe yeah. We can, we can come up with it later. 
Yeah, we'll we'll try to come we'll up with it. We'll let listeners decide it as well. Yeah, we can post it on socials or whatever. Um, I have no idea. That's one thing that I am absolutely terrible at is naming something. I can't do it. Like people that sit in a room and try to name like an, you don't give a fuck. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about this. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm going to give me those fucking eyes. I am actually pretty I'm pretty stoked about this thing. I mean, I, I've I've wanted to lose weight for a long time and I have I'm super apathetic. I don't have like any any real reason to lose weight, even though my doctor was like, you're going to die. You know, <laughs> like I don't have any real reason to lose Sooner weight. Sooner rather than later. I was like, yeah, we're all going to die. So, you know, so it's on, motherfucker. Good. It's on. Damn yeah, right. it's on. I, I'm going to. You better bring your fucking A game. I am. I'm going to. I can. I have a lot of things that I can change in my diet. I have a lot of things that I can change. You can stop eating brisket for every meal. Shut up. <laughs> no. And a brisket's not bad for you. I had ribs this weekend. They were fantastic. Yeah, I bet you did. I had a huge, I had a whole rack. It was so good. How many pans of cornbread did you eat? None. <laughs> I ate a huge bowl of cheese grits. Jeez. <laughs> and then I came home and I had a whole bowl of popcorn. You got Josh over here in full keto synthesis or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, keto, keto synthesis, synthesis. yes. Yeah. And then you got Adam. Oh, I ate a full rack of ribs yesterday. I ate a case of Pop Tarts this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even microwave them. <laughs> Just fucking raw dogged them. <laughs> oh man. So uh, I'm really interested to find out if there's been any new developments for Adam's escapades. Now, you tell me: is this going to be a full-on segment, or no. like, what do you have to add? No, I'm I'm just going to talk to you all about it a little bit and and just I don't know. I mean, uh, let's make I'll make this quick. I've already talked to you all about this a little bit, and I am I got my hand slapped. Okay, I I think our podcast might have its first casualty. Uh oh, yeah, one shot, one kill. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, oh, sorry. It's a golden gun. I so I listened to it for <laughs> I, I listened to it for a really long time. I've listened to the, that podcast a lot of times, and I've had a lot of people that have listened to it. Well, one of her friends listened to it and called me or texted me and said, "We got some things we need to talk about." Like okay. there's there are some inaccuracies. <laughs> so we ended. I was like, "Inaccuracies? Are you shitting me?" And we kind of talked about it for a second, and I, I kind of made sure that she understood, like, no, there weren't a whole lot of inaccuracies. I mean, I, and, and, I, and what's crazy is I even mentioned a couple times at least, I'm probably filtering through this being a little butthurt. I, there, this might not be 100% accurate, but I'm going to try to remember it as accurately as I possibly can. So obviously, and, and we're approaching this whole thing, which I think everyone's going to forget, and I want everyone listening right now to hear me. We are approaching my escapades, my big sausage finger quotes, escapades in a satirical way. We're approaching it in a satirical way. So there are some times when maybe things are blown out of proportion a little bit or whatever, but I try to be really sincere about it. And I try to be really honest about how I feel and about the situation in retrospect. I can see if, if the tables were turned, and someone were talking about me, maybe in the same way that I was talking, I can see where it might it might maybe rub me the wrong way a little bit. It okay. might it might sting a little bit. But I was pretty fucking sincere. 
If you honestly, I think that the way you talked about the last segment, you sounded like a guy who was hurt. Now, now look, there may have been, you know, some comments that you made that were a little bit abrasive, abrasive, but I felt like that generally you, you could, I, I could hear by the way that you were talking that you cared about her yes, and that this whole situation you know, the way it's played out and then the, you know, the ending or, or whatever happened in the, the last date or time that you guys hung out, it left a bad taste in your mouth. Like, because you genuinely cared about her and to know that, you know, you felt like that was coming to an end, it, it hurt you. Yeah. And that kind of got brought up to me too. Someone said you had only been out a few times. Like, how could you, how could you start to actually kind of care about someone basically? And I'm like, well, I'm I'm 38 now. Right. I mean, you kind of trim, you get to the meat, and you only focus your efforts somewhere where you actually have a real connection with someone. Yeah, you're not going to waste your time. No. So, and I mean, it was a, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, it was a very real connection. Our sense of humor is the way that we think about things, the way that we see the world the way that we interact with people in the world are so fucking similar, it's scary. And so you you naturally become very enamored with someone like that because you're you're thinking to yourself, wow, what a what like what a confidant. What so, someone I could like see myself being around and, and really enjoying spending time with this person. And I really did. Um, so her friend brought up the inaccuracies. Her friend brought up the inaccuracies. We talked about some of that stuff. And I basically said, you know, has she has she listened yet? No, no, she hasn't listened yet. And so I, I think I kind of mentioned. Well, I don't think I kind of mentioned. I basically said, maybe I should say something. Like maybe I should be like, yo, let me let me give you a heads up. You might not want to listen because I was a little butt hurt about what happened, and it might, you know, when you listen, it might sting. Mm. You know, should yeah. I give someone a heads up? And it's like, no, you know, I'm being, this is an honest podcast, and I don't say anything mean or nasty and about plus anyone. She knew that you have a that, that, that she knew that was going to be my point. She's yeah, known she that knew. you've had this segment on a podcast. Maybe She's I should have before. Yeah, it's been there before, and listen at your own risk. Right. You know, I mean, that's we we need to. You know, you got to take those things into consideration. And you, you're also, you know, you're not sharing any of her personal information. No. So I mean, other than her and maybe her friends knowing the situation, no one else that listens would have any clue who she was. No, 100% ambiguity unless, I mean, of course, some of those people. And this is where I think it might have not crossed a line. <clears throat> this is where well, maybe it crossed a line. I was very forthcoming about my podcast. I was very forthcoming about the things that I talk about around her friends. They all know that I have a podcast, and I'm pretty sure they all know that I have openly discussed our dating life on there. And then you have an episode where I was upset and I might have been a little harsh about some of the things that happened. And I see how she she could pro- and I could see how her friends would be like like that. Well, and and I think that that's that very well. Does may that make be, sense? No, yeah, I, I think that very well may be where a lot of her, you know, frustrations or anger or whatever may be coming from because of of a possible embarrassment. But here, on the flip side of that, though, <clears throat> is imagine if you hadn't told her about the podcast and we were talking about it, and through social media or wherever she discovered it, Ooh. and then 
Listen to it. Ooh. You're, you want to talk about dropping you like a fucking bad habit. Yeah. That would, that would be like a breach of trust. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that would, to me, would be worse than you being honest and upfront about it. Yeah. At least I was honest and upfront about but it. But continue. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So I am, coincidentally, we're going to come all the way full circle. I was working on a girl's car. I was doing a tune-up. And we're having nice conversation. She's a friend of mine. I mean, we're just kind of hanging out in my garage. It's freezing outside. And I was in a really, really great place. I, It's hard for me to really convey to people, but that's where I am at my happiest. And I came inside and was very happy and very just feeling really good about about getting a job done and helping someone. And, and the car ran like a top when I was done with it. We fixed a little problem, a problem that was kind of hard to track down. And I had I had done all this deductive reasoning and figured out what it was. I mean, I just felt good about what I was doing. Was it an 89 Chevy Cavalier? No, it was not a fucking Cavalier. <laughs> it was a Camry. Why are you so mad about a Cavalier? It frustrates the shit out of it me. It was a 91 Ford Ranger? Yeah. What, what did you say on that fucking podcast? You were like, are they going to go down to the jungle? And I got so <laughs> yeah. pissed off at you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because you kept interrupting him. Are they going down to the jungle on 4th Ave- 6th Six Avenue? 6th Avenue, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad. No, I. so I came inside, and this is exactly what happened. I came inside. I left my phone inside, which is rare. It's normally in my back pocket. I like to respond to people immediately or respond quickly i mean i've told you all that she doesn't you know it could be like text message 9 a.m response literally 7 p.m it'll be 10 hours i get it two jobs super busy to say that she's super busy is an understatement it was it's a gross understatement um she is completely consumed with her work i dig that i dig someone that knows what they want and they want to work and you know they want to they want to kind of go after it. I yeah. really I really did. I was that way forever. I had two jobs forever. Anyway, I think I'm kind of going a little overboard with this bullshit. Yeah, but, you are, but continue. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Always. Fuck. What? Anyway. Always. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I saw you lean up to your microphone. And he's going to say something profound, and he yeah. said. I'm going to say something really important. (laughs) Just like always back to my phone. Uh, (laughs) Um, I touched my phone to pull up the notifications and it lit up like a Christmas tree. And she had sent me like four text messages and some other people had sent me text messages. And I was like, "Uh Oh, apparently they've listened. And apparently what was the uh, outcome? It was not good. Okay. Why? She was really hurt. What upset her the most about it? Um, I guess the way that I portrayed her. So what about what you, but here's the thing is like, how did, like, how did you negatively, did she think you negatively portrayed her? Yes. Yes. Well, and, and just, yeah, yeah. It kind of felt like I was doing it deliberately, like digging at her and stuff. And uh, so I, I did some soul searching. I, I, I really look back. I've listened to that podcast no less than five or six times now. Okay. And I have to admit, it kind of made me a little uncomfortable to listen to it again. If it's making me uncomfortable, 
and it makes me uncomfortable to kind of hear myself talk about that situation. God only knows how uncomfortable it made her. And, so and is so, she is she uncomfortable because you talked about it, or is she uncomfortable because of what went down? Or look, the only just, thing about that conversation, and this is me trying to be objective, that would come across as negative would be the the comment that was made about the kiss. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, and unless you're unless you described it in a total farce, or like some you gave some out of this world explanation that was so far from the truth. That no. entire situation was totally awkward. And so, and I, I think I think the thing is, is that I just I went really, I went really, really, I, I like really drove that home and just went on and on and on about it. And I, I do. I, I even when I went back and listened to it, even though I was super sincere, and even though that I know that what I said was as accurate as I could remember how it happened. Of course, you know, your your perception is your reality. Her perception is going to be different than mine. Right. I mean, that's that's men and women's plight throughout the ages. We perceive things differently. We filter them differently. So it's one of the reasons why we, we argue so much about stuff. Tell, but, me, tell me more, Plato. Fuck. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> man, me, thank you. I'm glad you get so tickled. <laughs> But basically, I, I listened to it a few times, and I could tell. It, it, even listening to it sometimes made me uncomfortable, and, and it made me worried that she was going to be uncomfortable. And I thought about heading her off at the pass and being like, you probably shouldn't listen to this, but I didn't. And she listened, and it blew up in my motherfucking face. Okay. Uh, I mean, it blew up in my face. Um, it, uh, yeah, it didn't end well. I honestly, I don't know. I, I I apologized. I said, sorry, I'm working on a car. I was working on a friend's car. And I, I, I you know, like I didn't have time to, to respond. Is that is that really how you feel? Because she had said a few things. Uh, it basically said, I feel like you're you're deliberately attacking me because you didn't get your way or something like that. Um, yeah, you know, I, and I, I was like, you know, shrug shoulders. Like, is that is that really how you feel? And then I let that simmer for a minute, and and I texted her back and just said, "Look, I'm really sorry. I, I that there was no bad intentions or no ill will whatsoever. It's just me talking through something. Well, no, I didn't say that. I just said, "Look, there's no ill will. There's no whatever." In my mind, I'm thinking to myself. It's just me talking through this in, in a kind of a satirical way. Yeah. And hoping that maybe somebody will listen to this and, and, and be like, wow, maybe my situation wasn't so awkward. And, and maybe I can use like kind of the, his his issues and, and, and figure out a new way. Maybe I should be more aggressive and maybe I should. Because I, I, I have repeated this over and over again. And you all have, have really enjoyed this. <laughs> you all have. It was so much of what happened was me being awkward. Oh yeah, yeah. You played a. You definitely played a role. In have it. I uh, a, huge, <clears throat> a huge role? A huge role. Realizing that so much of this awkwardness was me driving that awkwardness and and fueling it. I mean, she's awkward and I'm awkward. 
Look, I, I think both of you have a hand to play. Hell yes, we in do. This. Yeah. But she also has to respect, in some aspect, whether you were too harsh or not, she has to respect that those are your feelings, whether she agrees with them or not. And therein. And likewise, you have to respect hers that she feels like that you took an attack on her. Yes. And that's, the, I think, but I mean, therein lies a a huge fundamental flaw in arguing between men and women. It It's, you know, you, you, you both know that you're going to have feelings, but inevitably when she feels, I think to myself, this doesn't make any sense and I don't understand. And when I feel she is thinking to herself, wow, like what an asshole. I can't believe he said that. I don't understand. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just in, I mean, like I spent seven years in a relationship. That was just a. So ultimately, where did you guys end it though? Or like, how did this, what was the outcome of the, of the texting conversation? There was no outcome. So, uh, so she, she told you how she felt about she, it. There were four text messages and it went from, Hey, I'm listening to your podcast right now. And it's, it basically went off a cliff. Next text message is like, uh, don't really like what I'm listening to. Next text message says, oh my God, this has made me so uncomfortable. I can't continue to listen. Fourth text. But yeah, she continues to listen. No, I'm pretty sure she stopped listening. And and that's something else. I, I. Do you even think she finished? I don't think so. Okay. And. Because to I, me, toward the end, like you were, I really, beca- there was I, I some, there was some full, key information in there. Yes, yeah. it, towards the end, there's there's things in there that I talk about where I'm like, I want everybody to know, I absolutely fucked up, and part of this is my fault, and I really wish, like I am, I was totally enamored with this person, so much so that I was scared to death to make mistakes because I was thinking to myself, not only could this person become. A, a really, really great friend of mine, someone who I, I could enjoy every second with, they could also potentially become someone who I'm romantic with and romantically involved with. And it is so rare to meet people like that. I, I think it's rare, especially at this age. So, yeah, I, but I mean, I, yeah, in the end of that podcast, I talk about stuff that I, I don't think she's ever even listened to. Because she became so uncomfortable. But, yeah, it was like text message starts off with, I'm listening to your podcast, and it just goes straight downhill. I respond was I respond with, way, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, do you really feel that way? I was blown away. And she didn't respond? No. The next text message from me says, she never responded to that. And then the next text message from me says, I'm, I'm really sorry, or I'm, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I... There was no ill will or no like ill intentions. Like that was not my intention at all it, to to make you feel like this was payback, or to make you feel like I was deliberately trying to like air our dirty laundry or or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just got better. Th- I, look, I have to be a cocksucker to people all day long. I deal with some of the most cocksucking pieces of shit. All day, every day. You and me too. You and me both. Bro. Yeah. Well, bro. I mean, come on. You and me too. You, you know you what I do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I do for a living. Hashtag me too. Yeah. Don't fucking. That's not funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I deal with just awful, awful, awful people, and I have to sink my teeth into people in my personal life. 
I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to be mean to people. A girl at work told me today, like, you're salty and and kind of kind of gruff, but you have got to be one of the sweetest, like kindest people that I've I'm ever around. Because through all that gruffness and through like that kind of like that kind of persona you have, you're so sweet. You care so much about how people feel and you care so much about making sure that people are taken care of. And you care so much about that stuff. Like that's, that's really rare. And of course, during this whole process, like I've had friends listen to this and been like, Oh, you're such a catch. You're such a catch. Adam, you're, uh, you know, you think you're going to be single. You're such a catch. Some woman's going to be lucky to have you. The last person that said that to me was a friend of mine. She called me on Saturday and had this agonizingly long conversation with me about me and about the podcast and about maybe the mistakes that I made and things that I should have done and so on and so forth. It was agonizingly long. And at one point she was like, you know, you're such a catch. Like, any woman would be great. And I was just like, shut the fuck up. Seems like our fans would tend to disagree with us. It seems yep. like our fans would tend to disagree. <laughs> they all think I'm going to be single. And if I'm such a catch, then I would have gotten caught already, I think. No, look, I, I think there's a lot of miscommunication and a lot of mistakes that have happened with your interaction with her. Um I do think that in some levels that like you guys need to, to at least work it out to where you can remain friends. Um, but I mean, I, I hope that, you know, she would, you know, at least give you a chance to explain yourself or do something like that. Yeah. And also see it as that. I mean, that's your feelings, you know, that's yeah. your perspective. Whether on things. You, and, and, you weren't trying to wrong, put her you, down. You probably were a little gruff in some of your descriptions. Right. Yes. But, and, 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 and being satirical about it, which there wasn't a whole lot of satire. No. Uh, maybe satire was, yeah. in me, me in the way that I'm speaking about it. There was not a whole lot of satire. No, it was, was kind of grim. Yeah, and there was a lot of raw emotion. Yeah. And that's another thing. People got on to me about that. Why? I don't know. They Be- were just Because you were vulnerable? Isn't this, isn't this fucking insane? Like when a man finally <clears throat> shows some emotion and, and says, like, wow, he really started to care about this person. And he really liked hanging out with them. And he looked forward every week to the time that he got to spend with that person. He looked forward to it. And then when he gets hurt, he talks about it, and people are like, wow, you know, you acted really butthurt about that. What are you, a pussy or something? And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? No wonder men get to a point where they're like, I don't want to talk about my feelings. You know what the beauty about this podcast is? What? Is that we can do whatever the fuck we want, whether people like it or not. Hey. Yeah, I suppose. We can. Yeah, we have our first casualty. I'm afraid we have our first casualty. It And it sucks. I would much rather there sucks be... Sucks for you. Thanks, dickhead. <laughs> I know that it sucks it's for me. It's enjoyable for the listeners. Yeah, hey, fucking Devin's been grinning the whole goddamn time. I sit right in... It's like Your a triangle. life is terrible, huh? Yeah, but to, most people, that don't, they don't, they can't see us. It's a triangle. Josh sits Sex on my left, triangle. Devin sits on my right, and I stare at both of them. The whole fucking time that I've been talking about all my relationship issues, Devin has this stupid fucking grin on his face just staring at me. Devin's like, Adam's sad. <laughs> Adam is My depressed. girlfriend was in town this weekend. We had fun. We had a lot of sex. 
<laughs> What'd you do this weekend, Adam? Oh, yeah, you're a loser. I slept in the bottom of a whiskey bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. You know what? I hope that things uh, work out, and I hope that y'all stay in communication. But There it, is no communication. Well, I'm hoping that that, that Maybe returns. we can regain some Maybe footing regain. somewhere. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> but I think more importantly is that we have a way in to do. Is we go way in and we get on the right track to us having gorgeous bods for the summer. I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've thought about this during the entire Adam's Escapades segment. I think she just doesn't like me because I'm fat. Well, we're about to change that. We're about we're about to add inches to our dicks by losing weight. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. They I'll, just I'll suddenly have to go into porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's already stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna move it out of the way. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. Let's uh, go ahead and wrap it up. Devin, this is Devin. This is Josh. <laughs> this is Adam. <laughs> See you. See you, guys. <laughs>